Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio, and your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome to another episode of Groovy Soup, a show all about the sounds and music of Ohio. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this mashup of melodies. Keeping it simple tonight with two artists and a special track at the end of the show, but as always, it's going to be a good one. Leading things off, here's Quinn Powers, Nighttime. Get up in the morning, kick the covers from my bed Sunlight in my eyes, playing tricks with my head I work like a dog, on the job every day Trying to make some money so I can go and play It's the right time It's the right time I said the night time That's the right time on Athens and his music. Listen in. I got Quinn Powers on the phone with me here all the way from North Carolina, but he's got ties here to Athens. Quinn, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your music? Well, I'm Quinn Powers. Um, The music that uh, will be played on the show today is from my home recording projects called Dangerous Goods, and uh, I make all the beats and guitars and singings and stuff like that, and I also play in a band here in Asheville uh, called The Stimulants. It's 
kind of a joke on the Velvet Underground. Uh, you know, we're kind of a Velvet Underground cover band, and everybody likes coffee. Um, you know, and, you know, just to talk a little bit about my musical past, uh, after I left Athens, Ohio in about 1999, I moved to Memphis, Tennessee, uh, worked with Jay Retard. I played on the Final Solutions Disco Eraser. I played in a group called Vending Machine that featured members of Big Ass Truck. They were a popular group in the 1990s in Athens, Ohio. Very cool. Well, that's uh, that's awesome. So, what can you tell us a little bit about your your days in Athens here? Well, you know, I uh, I was born at Oblenis Hospital, and I grew up in the Plains. Uh, back when the Plains was even smaller and less busy than it is now, um, and uh, you know, went to Athens High School. Grew up with Maceo Gabbard from the D Rays and uh, Zach Fuller from Weird Science. You know, we all. Came up together. Uh, you know, We're trying I, to get weird science on the show, I, so if you know him, tell, give him a nudge and have him uh, hop on the show here. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll get in touch with uh, Zachary there for you on that one. And, you know, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, the first show I ever played uh, was on stage at the Union. Uh, I played with a band called Strawberry Yoga, which is a pretty funny like name, name in retrospect. <laughs> very cool, very cool. So... You mentioned uh, before we were, uh, I hit the old record button, well, I was recording, but before we started things, that uh, from Athens you went to Memphis. What was that like, and what was the, that first of, uh, experience playing a show not at the Union, not in your backyard like? Well, you know, I, I got to Memphis, Tennessee, and I, I thought I was going to put Athens, Ohio on the map. And uh, I get there, and I'm watching the Lost Sounds play. And uh, went and watched Lost Sounds play. And afterwards, I went up to Jay Reesard and Alicia. It's probably one of the first times I met him before we became friends. Uh, and I was like, hey, uh, I'm Quinn. I'm from Athens, Ohio. You guys ever heard of that town before? And they were like, yeah. Do you know Scott Winland at the Union? He's our booker. <laughs> He's our booking agent. <laughs> Interesting. But you still got that chance to put Athens on the map. And I'm sure you've... Uh informed a few a few more people know about Athens Ohio now because of you I'm sure. So how did how did Athens and growing up here influence your music? Well, you know, um I learned to play at the Blue Eagle from Ethan Green. I would take my Nirvana cassette tapes and you know, force him to try to figure out what those Nirvana songs were even though they were in a weird tuning which was kind of threw him off, you know, and he went from being like, well, you know, Quinn, if you want to learn every song off of this Nirvana record, you can, but how about Neil Young, man? You ever heard of him? <laughs> you know, and, you know, my, uh, I hope this isn't, uh, my, okay, well, I'll just say the uh, abbreviation. My high school band was called BHPD. Um, BHPD, and the BH stands for a phrase from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I probably shouldn't say on air. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably the safe call. I got you. We'll let the, the we'll leave it up to the imaginations. <laughs> very cool. Very yeah. Cool. You know, Athens. I would say um, I heard somewhere that David Bowie said that Athens was his kind of town. That he somehow had found out how much people in Athens, Ohio loved him and his music and his art. And he said, okay, well, Athens, Ohio is a David Bowie town. That's awesome. I don't think I've ever heard that story, and that needs to be a bigger deal. We need a plaque for that. If David Bowie said Definitely. that Athens was his kind of town, then I think there should be a statue or something. <laughs> 
I got a random sure. question, uh, a local question here for you. You said you grew up okay. in the plains. Is it in the plains or on the plains? In the plains. Okay, that's I how say I always it would be say. In the plains. That's. It's just funny. I make commercials, and sometimes it's on the plains. Sometimes it's in the plains. Foston thought that was interesting. So, okay, what can you tell us about the project that you've been working on? It's you. Uh, you said it's made at your house, your house recording, and that you do all the work. What's that like? Well, you know, uh, it's really fun. I have all the time in the world. There's no deadline when I'm just making these songs for myself. And then, you know, most of my recordings I make to listen to while I'm on my commute to work and uh, a little bit in between, uh, you know, I, I work on the phone, so I'm able to listen to music while I'm at work. And a lot of times uh, the songs that I make, I'll be so excited and jazzed about working on them that I'll listen to them end over end while I sit and work and really think about what I want to do to them next. Uh, when I work, I use GarageBand. Uh, I'm able to use my iPhone as a recording studio. That's what all the like, you know, the little yachties and such are doing these days. They're making their tracks on the iPhone, and I caught the bug for learning about the iOS recording methods. Um, and you know, it's it's fun because it's I, I'm into things that are miniature and small and easier to carry around with you. And you know, I can record anywhere. I could go to a park and sit down and compose a beat and I can sing the vocals through the microphone on my earbuds if I really wanted to, if I was in a pinch. But I use an uh, interface, and I have a mixer, and I have a bunch of synthesizers and drum machines and software instruments that I like to use. And Lately, I've been working on this project. I think the track that you're going to play, Nighttime, is a cover from the 60s, and I've been covering 60s songs, but in an 80s fashion, like Devo. More from Quinn Powers on the way next. This is Groovy Soup. On Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Showing off both sides of Quinn Powers, here's his cover of We'll Never Say Goodbye Just So Long.
Conversation with Quinn Powers continues. Yeah, I was listening to Nighttime before. I really liked. Uh, I liked the sound of it. It's uh, it's very cool, and I like the description of if Oingo Boingo and Bowie did pinup part pinups part two. That was very. Uh, <laughs> I like that description a lot. And I'm just scrolling through uh, your uh, BandLab page, BandLab.com/slash/dangerousgoods, if you want to check that out. Um, you goes. We got electronic, and then I scroll down here and I see country. What's so wide variety of music for you here on this project, or uh, so how, is that just you're just trying to highlight your skills, or you're just kind of showing off a little bit of everything? Well, yeah, you know, with Band Lab, it's really cool because it's a place you can share your ideas, and other people can record along with you. And actually, there's an old Athens musician that lives in Seattle now by the name of Bob Ryle. He was in Slowpoke Rodriguez, 100 Book Club, Maladroit, Fishnack. A few bands with Al Schmidt, who's a guitar player that's still around Athens. And uh, he's actually the one that told me about the app. And basically what you can do, you can put your track on there, and then someone like over in Seattle can uh, get on there and record along with you through the website. So it's kind of like, you know, band camp, but on the next level. And, you know, as far as uh, genre hopping, um, you know, living in Memphis, Tennessee, I would love, uh, you know, anything from, you know, dirty garage punk rock or like Hazel Atkins all the way to something like, you know, three, six mafia. So I like to make some electronic beats. And then sometimes I like to just turn off the drum machine and make a song with an acoustic guitar. And I have started to fancy country music a little bit more living in uh, the, the Blue Ridge mountains down here. People really like the trucking, trucking kind of country music. Right. What I always say though, is that I don't really like country music because it's too sad. I like cowboy singers. Ah, okay. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, that's very cool, uh, and it's it's an interesting uh, interesting take on it. Because yeah, I can when you say cowboy singers, I can kind of envision it too. Because there's definitely that's definitely a, a unique style, and obviously being in the area that you're in, you're definitely not going to go very far without hearing at least a little bit of country music. So, what's the music scene like where you're uh, where you live? What can you tell us about? Uh, music in North Carolina. I know uh, it's definitely got uh, quite a fair share of music around there. Well, yeah, you know, Asheville a, a, is kind of a, a new, like, favorite city for a lot of artists and musicians to move to, um, so much that it's kind of uh, it's kind of clogged up here. There's a lot of traffic uh, when you're going to work, commuting and stuff. Yeah, it happened but in my hometown. As, if, it happened in Denver, sorry, too, where ahead. I'm from. You're from Denver? Yep, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what I would say is that, you know, the, if I was going to say something about the music scene here is that there's constantly new bands cropping up and that, you know, of course the jam scene is really strong here because I kind of feel like when people stopped following the Grateful Dead and settled down and have families, a lot of them started living here. And then, you know, there's a jazz scene here. Uh, you know, there's some jazz music. There's a lot of grindcore and crusty punk rock kind of stuff. Um, there's a little bit of stoner metal. There's a band called Basque that's from around here that have been on the metal circuit a little bit. 
But, you know, if I was going to say anything about what's the coolest thing about uh, musically about Asheville right now, it's that Claude Coleman Jr. from Ween lives here. Oh, and you'll awesome. bump into him out and about, maybe at the Guitar Center sometimes, bump into him there. And he's turning this uh, old soul food restaurant that was abandoned that actually has a piece of history involving Jackie Robinson stopping by there and eating. Uh, but uh, they're turning it into a music rehearsal facility. So that's definitely something if uh, some musicians from Athens were to come down to Asheville, that would be a stop to check out. Yeah, very interesting. And plus... How cool would it be to try and get the opportunity to meet someone from Ween? That'd be awesome. It was very oh, cool yeah. to see them in uh, in Nelsonville last year, two years ago, recently. Well, you know, yeah, th- yeah, they love the NMF. I mean, you know, it's funny because you know, you, you, when you're a fan and you get to become friends with somebody you're a fan of, you you know, you ask them stuff. And I was like, oh, hey, did you like playing up there at the Nelsonville Music Festival? He said, oh yeah, dude, the Casa. That's like my favorite restaurant ever. And then uh, I see him from time to time uh, with his Casa shirt on, uh, just hanging around here in town. I'm gonna have to. T- uh, we'll have to tell Casa that they're, that they're Ween endorsed. I'm sure that would be a hit up there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Quinn, thank you so much uh, for joining us here. What do you have coming up? What are you working on right now? Obviously, we mentioned BandLab, which very very cool app. So you're saying just to, just to double check on that, you're saying that. You can basically work with musicians across the country because I think that might be a great resource for a lot of, you know, for any musician anywhere, really. Definitely. I mean, you know, you can you can record with someone in Haiti if you can get them to communicate with you through the messaging portion of the application. And basically, you can also put up like like, say, for instance, I have a beat up there that's called Art Therapy. And it's just basically a beat I threw together. Never really thought of any lyrics for it. It was just a, a piece of music and I threw it up. Now, if you wanted to go on there and lay a bass part on it or a vocal part, it's available for what's called forking, which I guess, you know, you fork the track out of there and then you can put whatever you want to over the top of it. So that is really cool. I am constantly releasing music on there. Uh, definitely check in there, bandlab.com forward slash dangerous goods. And as far as what I'm really excited about right now, uh, this Friday, there's a cover bands project that happens here in Asheville. That's a benefit for books for prisoners and also for transgendered people. And I think it's a really cool uh, cause, uh, especially books for people that are locked up. You definitely need books. Yeah, I, I, that's it's interesting how hard it is for them to get books sometimes there in there. But uh, Quinn, thank you so much again uh, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, we got bandlabs bandlab dot com slash dangerous goods. Anywhere else they can find you? Facebook, anything like that? You know, I have a YouTube channel, and if you search Quinn Powers. And then, uh, you know, uh, you could you could put in there uh, Final Solution. I do a cover of Perry Ubu's Final Solution that I uh, do under the Dangerous Goods name. Uh, if you look up Quinn Powers' Final Solution, you'll uh, probably find a video that you can link to my other stuff on my YouTube channel. And uh, really, really uh, proud to be a part of Groovy Soup today. And, uh, you know, if you, uh, you ever need any other help with the show, glad to be a part of it. Quinn, thank you so much again for your time, and I appreciate the willingness to help. If you have any of your Athens ties, send them my way. We'd love to. We're just we just love uh, talking about music, and there's so much around here that we've had 30 bands on the show so far, and I know I'm not even scratching the surface. And I know how uh, the Athens music scene expands across the country, so it's really cool to be able to talk to you and uh, have you bring it bring it back to Athens a little bit uh, here for uh, for about 15 or so minutes. So again, Quinn, thank you so much for your time. 
Hey, and thank you, and I, I promise to be back soon, Athens, Ohio. Uh, Maceo, Dano, Leaf, Orion, if any of you are listening, I love you. Groovy Soup continues with a man who may not be from Ohio, but is spreading the right message across the country. Stay tuned. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Grizz Leon, a.k.a. Bounce, a.k.a. The Blind MC, is a man on a mission. A mission to spread positive thinking and ideas. Here's a good one for you called Nubaru. It on a closed mind can never be fed. How many books lately must have you read? Don't be illiterate, can't be illiterate. False attitude, man, you gotta get rid of it. Infinite possibilities out here. Don't, don't live your life in fear. Come, 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 come into the clear. Come into the clear. Come into the clear. Come into the clear. Grizz Leon and I chatted about his journey and his message. 
Take a listen. I got a special guest with me all the way from California here. I got the one, the only. I got the blind MC. I got Grizz Leon here hanging out with me. Grizz, thank you so much for calling in today. We really appreciate it. Oh, man, it's wonderful for me to be able to talk to you right now, man. Let's. I'm definitely down with a great interview to be able to get to the people and to be able to feed them some great music, man. So we start every show off by just having uh, the artists introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about what they do musically. So the floor is yours. Well, my name is Grizzly Yon, the Blind MC, a.k.a. Bounce. I do a lot of positive music, music that is definitely encouraging. I like to get music out there that's engaging. So my background with the music helps me to really be able to be that type of person that will bring out different genres. Uh, you know, I'm all about fusion, right? So, because, you know, we're in the 2000s on up. So, we were, so right now, it's about fusion music of different ways. My fusion, my fusion is reggae soul with whatever. So, I figure reggae soul is the leader of all music in this world, to me, for me. Because I can touch as many people as I can. So, we go reggae soul rock, reggae soul hip-hop, reggae soul R&B and on and on, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what I'm all about. So is there any reason, obviously, when you kind of think reggae, usually you think positive messages. Is there, a re- is that, is there any particular reason that those genres uh, stuck out to you as the ones that you're trying to, to bend? Because I think you're absolutely right. In, in today's world, you kind of got to go a little bit of everywhere because there's so many fans out there and there's so many ways to get your music out there. You want to try and reach as big of an audience as you can. You really do, and the main thing about it is is bringing a message to somebody that can uplift them. Of course, when you are telling uh, stories uh, about what's going on in the inner ghettos or suburbs or even what's going on in the higher-ups, you know what I mean? When you're telling stories in general, you want the story to always end off with a good message that leads them to getting away from whatever is the story about. For instance, if you are giving a, telling a, a, a story and you're rhyming, rapping, or singing, whatever it's about, and you're telling a story about you know having you know uh, uh, you know young kids that are wanting to run the streets and be little gangsters or whatever, you might have a gangster beat, right? And you might your beat, your music might have that thump to it, you know that that same type commercial sound, underground sound, whatever comes with it. But the story has to end off with the message that says, "Hey, get off the streets." You know what I mean? So that's that's the availability to them to be able to give them that. So how do you kind of perceive all of... I mean, I listen to a lot of rap and I listen to a lot of different types of music. How do you perceive the messages that a lot of people hear today? Because I think... You know, there are some that kind of still are maybe a little bit more intense than others, but there is a lot of rap out there that are trying to uh, send messages, and sometimes they do tell messages that are hard to hear and are harsh, and they need to tell that through their song. So, what do you kind of think about uh, hip hop and rap today, and the messages that it do send, or that it does? Well, right now, there's a lot of messages being sent. A lot of frequencies are being uh, pushed. And they, uh, obviously, a lot of messages are not ending off in a good result because the message can, like I was saying, you could be talking about street works, what's going on in the street, how young kids are running the streets, but you have to know how to tie it all in to saying in a certain way, do not do this. Well, we don't want to push, run the streets, 
run around, fling this, do that, be this or be that. That's not what we should be doing. So a lot of the music today is kind of, you know, pushing that out there. We are getting a lot of messages and a lot of the frequency is telling to do this, do it like this, or basically making it where uh, it's not a big deal to do this. You know, giving kind of, you know, uh, uh, saturating uh, a lot of the music game with, oh, it's not a problem, do, do what you want. You know, just it's not a big deal that we do this. It's not a problem. And that kind of style of music definitely leads us down a dark road. Yeah, and that's because there's there is like you said there's so many frequencies and there's just so much music and so many ways to listen to it because sometimes too you really need to listen to the lyrics and even if it's you know stuff that you're not familiar with or maybe you don't know about a lot of the times they are really telling their story of how they got off the streets but also rehashing the realities that they lived through because that's still such a key part of their lives like I mean even if it's not what you want to hear that's still the experiences that has led them to write this music. So my question for you is, not only are you sending positive messages through music, why is music such a impactful or influential way to tell stories or to impact people's lives? Because music seems to be one of the biggest influences in a lot of people's lives. You know, you're absolutely right. Music is a big influence in all of our lives. One of the main things getting on, basically, the vibration, the sound, um, being able to do music in a way where it affects your attitude, your emotions, uh, it could affect the way that people think, their mental capacity, aware, how it stops it, slows it down, expands it, if not. You know, this music is very important in our lives. So for me to see somebody that uh, is doing music, I'm happy. I want to see people do music, and I want to expand their minds, and I, and I, I want to grow. So as in, like we were saying, is in telling our stories, if it's like a street, because that's, that's the main, you know, street stories tend to have a negative content. We want to tie it in, and we want to come back around and make sure that negative content lets them know, this is what I live, I don't mean you need to live it this way. As long as we do more of that. And, because it does affect many people how we put it out there. We know it affects. It affects because of the sound, the vibration, the hertz that it is. We're learning about 432 hertz. And, you know, everybody's starting to learn how to make music to be uh, the kind of music that goes with the right positive message that resonates in your body, your mind, your thoughts. So it's very important. This is why it's important because it resonates with us as human beings. Music is something special towards us. More from Grizzly on on the way next here on Groovy Soup. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Another track from Grizzly on this one's called Seize the Moment. Yeah. I gotta seize the moment. <laughs> you best believe that one. <laughs> Got another one for you guys, son. 
This is the biz. I keep my hits on the flip, maintain this grip, obtain this grip. Couldn't let my talent slip on my fingertips. I keep it flowing like fluid. Don't forget it. How you did it? This is how you need to do it. Right now, forever after. No more falling back, but maybe cause you have to. Stay strong, stable, like your neighborhood park table. Assimilated radio, and I'm a bumper game of Mr. Viewer's Choice. Mm, that's me. The myth, the legend, the voice, blind MC. Serving nothing but the musical pleasure for whoever. When they make that sound system boom, boom, better. Kick vibes, hold up in your inside. Roll with me, let the blind man be your guide. I know it's feeling kind of scary. I know it is. You're going to see some moments right now. That's the big. Seize the moments. You can't let this pass. You got to find a way to make it last. Just might be your last chance to sit down or get up or dance or dance. Seize the moments. Stop letting time just take over the clock. And I was shaking in my boots ever since she walked in. It's only once in a while this opportunity comes around. Then she's soon to be moving on. Someone ready, but we take that leap of faith with the pressure heavy and oh. My stomach will cooperate And untie these knots So I can concentrate Leon, now. Yeah, the impacts that music can have and and just the opportunities that it can provide for people are, are one of the coolest things about it. And while not a musician myself, being involved at a radio station or in music, I can see how important it is for people. And I see the work that it takes to put in. And 
you know, you're not called the blind MC for no reason. You've had to face a struggle that not many of us have to face. So what what has that been like for you? And how is music something that you use to kind of, uh, you know, tell your story and, and tell, you know, your experiences? Well, we were visually impaired, which is VI, visually impaired. I'm totally blind. I have detached retinas. I lost my eyesight about the age of 14 and a half, 15. And I used to be able to see. So speaking of from what you, how you said that, is that I used to be able to see. Okay? And then you lose your eyesight. And then you've got both worlds in front of you. And so having both worlds helped me to develop my musical skills even more. It's almost, you know, you lose one sense. Your other senses start to develop better. They start to increase, especially if you're paying attention and you're putting some intent, uh, uh, some, what you're intending to do, and uh, which is to increase uh, your senses, is going to happen. So for me, being visually impaired, music has helped me not to just be, you know, visually impaired and trying to get a, a job and do this. You know, it's really hard, obviously, if you cannot see this, you know, more really hard to be in the work workforce, obviously. Um, you have to do a whole bunch to do that and, you know, get a lot of handouts to get there and that kind of way. But music allows me to be able to get straight to it, do something I'm good at, go talk to people, uh, put a good message out there, make people feel good, and you get a lot of positive feedback. Also allows me to make a living, especially if you are out there uh, really putting yourself out there and dedicating yourself as not just, uh, you know, some little monetary, uh, you know, thing that can get you a little bit of money in your pocket or something, but you're trying to dedicate yourself to uh, putting music out there to rise the awareness levels, the attention levels, um, and just to realize, you know, who people are, help them realize who we are. This is where I'm at. Uh, my visually impairment helps me to do that. People want to listen a little more because I am visually impaired, you know, and they want to know my story. They want to know where I'm coming from. I get a lot of people asking, you know, even simple things like, how did you even get here? How did you, you know, you know how do you live? You know, right. you know, how do you live? They want to know, man, if I lost my eyesight. I don't know if I can even, you know, take buses by myself. I don't know if I could have took a plane across the country to come do this performance. Who's here with you? You came by yourself. How did you do that? You know, so, you know, it's a dedication to wanting to do things better in life and not to sit back and wait for a handout. Right. That's what music helps me to do. Yeah, and you know that that's it, it's a it's a it's an empowering story because clearly you've been able to you know you you guys just did a big festival out there you've been making music yeah. you've been you know living life and I think that's an inspiring message too and you know it's also I'm sure you know not to take anything away from you too I'm sure there's been some awesome people helping you along the way like Frank who got us in contact so that's what I wanted to talk about next here you know Frank he's got the Ohio connection how did you meet Frank he was on with on with us last week here talking with our friend uh, DJ Messiah all the way from Japan oh, yeah. so uh, what can you tell us about your uh, you and Frank and what you guys were up to this uh, pretty recently because a pretty cool opportunity that you guys were doing. Yes, yes, uh, uh, we were uh, we 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 work also uh, other than just the music. Uh, we work with relaxanas and other modalities that are healing people, and we can say that because everything we have is medical grade approved FDA. So we actually can say that. Um, and we're working with different modalities also. Uh, we're putting together, and we have, but we're putting together an even bigger uh, connection with the modalities mixed in with the music as a sound. Um, and 
we go to different events, conferences around America and connect it. So this past event that we were working with this past weekend is called the SoCal Veg Fest. It happens once a year. This was the fourth annual. has about 18,000 people came through. So we got to rock the mic and we got to uh, share modalities. We had a, our own booth. And so this is, this is how we run our company together. So me and Frank are partners, and uh, we want to be able to reach people with different types of modalities that are going to raise their awareness, raise their frequency in their bodies, their minds, their heart, and basically just give them another uh, way of knowing that they can get some actual help with whatever situation they have in their body. And so that also ties in with Messiah. Messiah is a wonderful DJ that makes a lot of music. Um, and uh, he uh, can, uh, uh, we're trying to really work with him also. So it's so, it's so cool that you talk to him because uh, me and him are really collaborating right now to get across the seas to Japan and any other areas like that so that way we can reach other people with sound, light, synergies. Interesting, and you're 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 not you're not only sending the uh, the healing messages for the for the mental, but you're also trying to to help cure people physically through sound. Have you found is this something that uh, you kind of learned through your experiences? As you mentioned, your your senses heightened. Did you kind of feel a healing uh, uh, like the healing abilities of sound as you went through your process and and, and have, uh, as you've gone through life? I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. That's exactly right. As I'm going through life, I started experiencing that sound. I started learning that sound uh, uh, does a lot of different things and means a lot to us as uh, human beings on this earth, as being one, as one people on this earth. Sound is a lot more important than most people even know. A lot of people don't know there's modalities out there where they work with the frequency of sound to heal you to work on your, phys- your physical ailments that you have, they're there. They're, ab- they're available, and there are some that are hidden, of course. We all know, you know, there's some, uh, you know, uh, technologies out there that are hidden. But there's a lot of uh, technologies and just modalities and stuff that are right there that are not hidden. And so you're absolutely right. When I was younger, I felt like when I would do music myself, I felt better. And then I started wondering... What else does this do to people? When I see people cry from singing at weddings, uh, you know, and people are crying because I hit a certain note, and it, and it sent a vibration through them that brought a tear to them, so I hit an emotional button. Okay? And I was doing things like that at 12 years old. Okay? And I was like, wow, I'm singing at a wedding at 12 years old, and I'm hitting emotional buttons of, you know, somebody that's much older than me. Right. And it helped me to understand that sound and singing, hitting the right notes, do something to you, you know. Then, of course, as you grow up, you start realizing that music uh, makes people feel good. And then I started learning more about different modalities that do that. Vibration. I started realizing vibration is the mixer of sound and light, you know. And I'm thinking, wow, what is this about? So I started learning more about it. And as a matter of fact, Ohio comes into, uh, uh, with me, I connected with, because in Ohio... Being visually impaired, they have a clinic out there called the Cleveland Clinic, and they have a lot of different other people that are out there, scientists uh, that are, 
you know, rogue scientists out there not trying to just go right up on the government, you know, uh, 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 licensing that have lots of different modalities that work with sound. And they tend to come out of Ohio. So me and Frank earlier, like I was talking about me and Frank, me and Frank earlier had kind of like hooked up like nine years ago in music. But also we were talking about Ohio one day. I was talking to him about, hey, man, you're from Ohio, man. Hey, man, I'm trying to get there. There's, you got so many modalities out there that are working with people to help people. And he would hit me up with some people out there and, you know, been trying to work with it. So this is why I go back and forth to Ohio. This is why I am connected with Frank because he's on the same road as me. We want to heal people through sound. Uh, we, we, we have lots of other modalities we want to pick up. But we're trying to get that right mix, that right synergy of mix that really works. So we know sound is it. Music is it. So now we're looking for a couple of little things just to add to it and just really, really bring that out for people. Very cool. That's very interesting. And I, I'm, I'm very interested to hear that because I've often thought sound is, is, is fascinating to me. While, you know, mm-hmm. not to compare too much of our situations, I don't have the best eyesight either with astigmatisms in both of my <laughs> eyes yeah. and uh, having glasses my whole life. You know, if I... But I do. I, I have felt in my life that I've had a deeper connection to sound. I, I feel like I've always maybe heard, like, been able to hear a little bit more, or just when I really get into a song, it's it's more times the the actual music. It's the instruments. It's the beat. It's the rhythm. Lyrics are a big deal to it too. But my some of my favorite music, honestly, most of my favorite music is all instrumental. So I can definitely mm-hmm. see the impacts that. Um, you know that that sound has because I, I you know in the world of like going back to just hip hop I love to just listen to beats that producers make too obviously I love a good rhyme and people rapping over them but sometimes the beats are really what get me but um, very interesting Grizz I'm, I'm excited I hope nothing but the best for you guys so yeah we got a time for a couple more questions here uh, you mentioned the Cleveland Clinic do you have any other ties to Ohio any uh, have you have you made it out here a couple of times other than have you been able to perform out here at all. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've been out there a couple of times through Frank. We go out, uh, like I said, working with Momentum '98, uh, the health store out there, uh, through with the Relaxanas and other modalities that helps us with the sound and light synergies, which is the company we're putting together and uh, got writing. Um, I've been out there a few times. Um, some of the uh, the little things that I've been to was a cool little venues. It was more of me uh, meeting some people. Um, and the good word from Frank and a couple of friends of ours, and next thing you know, there might, you know, an artist or a group could be there, and they bring me up on stage, and, you know, and I, and I do some things. But as in having my own performance in Ohio, I have not had my own. But as in going to Ohio and jumping and getting part of bands, oh, man, been doing that. Been rocking the house with some groups. Um, I'm all about combinations, collaborating with each other, and it's all about working together right now, you know, and uh, being, at, being one and not trying to... Uh, you know, uh, fooling around with the ego too much, right? Hey, I, I, you can't argue with that. That's a great mentality to have, and hopefully we can get you here, and, you know, even better, we can get you here into Athens. But, Grizz, thank you so much. You can check Grizz out online. He's got grizzleon.com. That's G-R-I-Z-Z-L-E-O-N.com. Grizz, thank you so much for your time, man. We appreciate it. Man, anytime, Paul, you know it is all good. I cannot wait to get to Athens and rock the house for you guys. So awesome. Let me well, that's going to do it for the interview. So, I mean, if you uh, if you still wanted to, to freestyle, we could kick that in there too. It's up to you.
I will bust the freestyle for you, man, no doubt. It's all about, you know, real music, real hip-hop of all types, real music. You, you know, uh, the real artists drop something. And if you're singing, rapping, you got to drop something off the heart. Love it. Hey, 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 ooh, 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 ooh. this time it's your time, ooh, ooh. Mm-mm. come on, help your heart, this is all I know, I want to give this flow, whoa, 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 this is moments that we wait, I've never been. Uh, I never been without a lover, do it again. Uh, I love everybody, right? You've been my friend, uh, you've been my cousin, my country cousin. It's only us, only us, all together. Everything we do, you know we do it better. If we only one people treat each other like equals. Here we go. This is our moment to get it together. No, never fall apart. Use your heart right from the start. This love's an art. And when you're feeling this vibe straight from the sky, you open your eyes. You know the reason why you can't deny each other. It's the only way we're going to keep this right. This is how we got to do it, my people. Let's just fight. Put in right. You know we got to do this in the time. I'm here to elevate your mind in one line. Yeah. Awesome. That was so cool. Applause. <laughs> yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Paul. Power 105. Power to the power. Let's get it. Up next, a fresh tune from some Columbus friends. Stay tuned. Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Our final song of the night is from a group that was one of my first interviews for the Power 105 morning show, Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a great group of dudes, and we hope to have a full interview with them next week. But a little insight into the band, Clubhouse is a pop band from Columbus and has been putting in the work to make a name for themselves. Recently, their lead vocalist, Max Reichert, was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, a form of bone cancer. The fight is ongoing, and I look forward to hearing from Max and the band soon. But for now, here's their new track, Summerfields. And Max, we here at Power 105 and your friends in Athens are rooting for you.
just heard Summerfields, the new track from Clubhouse, and that is going to do it for this episode of Groovy Soup. Big time thanks to Quinn Powers and Grizzly on for calling in, and big time thanks to Clubhouse for including us on their release. And last but not least, thank you all for listening. Catch a new slate of artists and bands next Monday at 7, right here on Power 105. If you or your band is interested in Groovy Soup, send me an email at pholden at wxdq.com. That's P-H-O-L-D-E-N at wxdq.com.